I mean, technically, we should be asking for like hundreds of dollars for just one reel. It's rude to ask people to do hours and hours of work, especially with revisions. But I did feel like after I started doing it, I felt like my views weren't as high as they previously were. A lot of those brands will send you something, but you have to pay for it. They're just like not knowledgeable about all these other better ways to make money. All right, welcome back to Spicy Time, episode eight. This is the official UGC episode. We have on our first very special guest, yes, guest Liz guest. Gaines, EXP. EXP. Welcome in. Hi. Welcome, hello, welcome, Hi. welcome in. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Of hello. course. <laughs> so we've been talking about UGC on and off for several episodes now, as it's a big part of the creator struggle. We've been wanting to talk to you because that is your prime source of income as a creator. Mm -hmm. And so we're here to discuss, get into it, and also hopefully get you some confidence to get the bag <laughs> that you deserve. Yeah, so my background with UGC, before that was really a term, was running influencer marketing for a toy company. So I do have a little bit of expertise on that end and a little bit on the creator side since then. And my goal for 2023 is to kind of merge those, get back on track. Um, the reason that they've been separate for me up until this point is mostly because I've wanted to keep my real name secret, even in like a professional setting. But I think I need to get over that at this point. <laughs> But yeah, we want to see what you have to say about everything that goes on in the world of UGC. I mean, I made my Instagram a couple of years ago and it was just um, a gaming Instagram. I just wanted to share my passions for gaming, share what games I'm into, currently playing, what I love, uh, books I'm reading, just like things that I'm into. I just wanted to share that with everyone and make some friends in the community and I noticed like other people had aesthetic photos and I, I really like the whole like aesthetic feed. So like over time, I just kind of improved like my photos and tried harder to make it look more aesthetic. And um, I just kept doing that um, over time. I did like a lot of flat lay photos. Um, but earlier last year, I started doing more reels and I had a reel that took off and I just started growing from there. Um, and so I just kept making more reels. I kept, I, I started getting things sent to me from brands. Um, they started hitting me up and saying, Hey, like, we'd love to give this to you. Uh, can you do an unboxing video? And I was like, sure. Um, and I wasn't getting any kind of payment, but they were just gifting it to me. And so with those items, um, I would make content with them, take photos, make videos with them. Um, and then I, I started like buying things of my own and investing my own money into buying things that I can box. Um, and then I started working with a company called On Brand, and they they're basically a UGC company. They weren't I didn't say anything on their on their website, but they basically found um, companies for me to make 
videos for. There are videos that I didn't have to post on my own feed, um, on my own Instagram feed, but I would just like create the videos and send them over and get paid uh, for making them. And they would let me know if there were anything that they wanted me to redo or uh, just fix or whatever. Um, and then as last year progressed, um, I ended up getting invited into an Amazon program. It's called the Interest-Based Creator Program, um, Community Creator Program. And yeah, I've been doing that with them ever since. Um, I make 10 shoppable videos for them. Uh, shoppable videos are basically videos. Um, they could be unboxings. They could just be items that like showcase Amazon products. And I would tag the Amazon products in the videos. That way, when people were, are viewing them on the Amazon website, they can see what products I use in those videos so they can buy it themselves. Um, and yeah, I basically make 10 shoppable videos for them every month and I get paid a flat fee. That's been pretty nice. It's It's been a good amount of money. Um, that's mainly been my UGC experience so far. I, I guess there's been some brands that are like, hey, can we get this to you? I've been getting some more paid things as well. Usually they want me to post on my own feed, but there's a few times where they're like, can you also like add in some photos that you can send us for our own um, marketing? Um, so usually that's part of the the deal. But yeah, that's that's pretty much how I've gotten to where I am. <laughs> Yeah, Liz has just been on the grind. <laughs> I remember the flat lay days. Oh, yeah. And I know. now you've passed 20K. <laughs> yes, I finally hit 20K by the end of the last year. That was exciting. Congrats. congrats. And congratulations. Thank you. And I had less With than 3,000 at the beginning of last year. So, wow, we. Yeah. yeah no, tremendous <laughs> yeah. growth. Yes. Um, With that, though, that means you need to get paid, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Um, besides Amazon, like I said, I'm getting paid from them monthly and that's a big chunk. Like I, from them, I get paid as almost as much as I almost do for my full time job, my my real job. I mean, <laughs> this is all real job, but uh, my current job. Um, but yeah, besides them, I've only just got a couple like a handful of like paid sponsorship so i do want to focus this year on getting some more and start demanding what i'm actually worth <laughs> to brands mm -hmm. no because with that size especially if they're requiring you to post to your feed 100 mm percent -hmm. yeah especially especially because you know how it goes you are part of the reels creator program yeah i just got invited to a little uh bonus incentive for december so i'm waiting Ooh. for my next like little one so you know they pay you just mm -hmm. to post essentially yes yes yeah basically uh yeah instagram has the reels play bonus it's only available to those in the u.s right now but uh depending on how many reels you get you can make money and i was like at first like when the when you subscribe for the month um you start getting like like it goes up like really fast in the dollars that you get per play, but it really slows down towards like once you hit like a hundred dollars. So I make like on average like 110, 120 um from the reels play bonus per month. But I mean it's like nice extra money. <laughs> yeah, a little bit extra if you're gonna be doing it anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. I know um this has just been a common wave trend amongst 
those on Instagram doing the play bonus. Because I remember you talking about it. You sort of see a, a drop in like people viewing your post, like I, pre-play bonus versus post the bonus. I did. Um, so after I subscribed to the Reels play bonus and started doing it every month, um, they do ask you monthly if you want to continue. Like you have to like re-sign up every month. So I did do it for like five ish months um but i did feel like after i i started doing it i felt like my views weren't as high as they previously were reading up on like other threads from other people like other people said the same thing they said that after they had signed up for the bonus they felt like their views were also dropping and so they were concerned about that so actually like last month um i i have not re-signed back up for the bonus so i wanted to see if if there would be a difference and my views would go back up and um, basing off of someone else's experience, she said that it took like a few months for it to get back up after no longer signing up with it. So I'm just going to kind of test it for a few months and see if mine goes back up. But um, I am a part of this program called the full-time influencer program. It's like a course that I signed up for and the host, um, she doesn't think that. Signing up for the Reels Play bonus should really affect the amount of views. Um, she said that she's known people that signed up for that bonus and got like viral videos. So she doesn't know why Instagram would, you know, punish you <laughs> for mm-hmm. for making content for them. Um, so I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. It could just be the algorithm in general. Maybe has just gone down or changed, and views just aren't as hard. Or are harder to get these days, but That's fair. keep us updated because we definitely want to hear the results of the experiment. Yeah, I've yeah. heard similar things. Mm-hmm. The Reels Play payout is one hundred dollars, mm-hmm. so it would make sense if they were suppressing views to kind of slow it down after you hit that threshold. That way, you yeah. at least feel like you're getting a payout. But they're not having mm-hmm. to go like above and beyond. But it's weird because like once you hit a hundred dollars, like for for the views, um, they start just giving you like barely cents for them. So I mean, mm-hmm. th- they could technically just keep doing that without restricting views. They can just give mm-hmm. you less mm-hmm. for less and less. Yeah, or like have like a max. But yeah, I don't know. I know TikTok has been confirmed to kind of do do that suppress mm-hmm. views. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like a dealer. They turn on the faucet and send the the like the likes and the views in mm-hmm. and then they turn it off to keep you like creating yeah. and chasing those yeah. metrics. Mm-hmm. And then every so often you'll have another one pop off again to keep you in that cycle. Yeah. And obviously we'd like <laughs> to think that these companies aren't doing it, but Instagram is Facebook and Facebook was doing that in the era of BuzzFeed, artificial like view inflation. Mm. Um, so there could be some of that. Mm-hmm. But whatever is best for you, if if yeah. you feel like getting those metrics back up will mm-hmm. do more for sponsorships and partnerships. I yeah. say do that because $100 is nice mm-hmm. from Instagram, but if it's cutting yeah. your views drastically... Yeah, exactly. It's kind of an investment to just kind of give that up and focus on growth mm-hmm. instead. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, once I, I mean, I'm already getting a lot now, but you know, who knows once I'm making, I have even like more followers or whatever, what, 
collaborations I could be doing. So, mm-hmm. no, I know, I know your primary primary site is Instagram, which yes. we know is owned by Meta, ex Facebook, <laughs> um, and unfortunately, that site is sort of on the chasing what the success of other sites are doing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I see their algorithm sort of try to curtail mostly what everyone else has already succeeded in. Do you feel like Instagram trying to be like TikTok adding videos as in the, as in the form of reels took mm-hmm. away from the original Instagram experience of when you were doing your 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 sort of blogs on there? Um, I mean, I still kind of use as a blog. I still am able to make lengthy captions and I still get like a lot of uh, a lot of feedback, good engagement on my photos. Um, Lately, I've actually been feeling like I get more engagement on my photos and my reels. Um, But I don't know. I feel like I I liked the the addition of reels to Instagram. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like once reels were added, that's kind of where a lot of my growth came in. Um, I feel like reels helped a lot of accounts grow. Um, and you know, that helped me get to where I am today and also helped like a lot of people probably get that growth. Flat layers and setup photos were fun, but it's also fun to do unboxing videos and mm-hmm. I that's content that I can also use on TikTok and on YouTube, um, with YouTube shorts and yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it helped me expand my content that I was creating. I say that knowing that us being content creators, we always have to sort of stay ahead of the algorithm changes. Um, Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's impossible. You'll always be behind. But Mm -hmm. uh, a video recently of an Instagram creator, UGC creator, popped up on YouTube. I think I might have talked to you about this. Don't remember. But basically, she was saying, like, we're about to enter a new wave of like another Instagram algorithm where they understand people are getting tired of seeing constant reels just being pushed. And so Mm -hmm. the photo people on Instagram are like, well, you kind of just forgot that we exist. So I know there's going to be this change. It might've already started, which might be why you're seeing your Mm -hmm. photos popping off more, but basically Instagram confirmed in a leaked article that they're like, we're going to still have reels, we're going to back mm-hmm. off the gas since we're just promoting it way too much. Because if you look at your feed, it's just like video, 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 video. You might get an image here and there. Who knows? You might get lucky and your your pictures being, at least the last few years, your picture got pushed out, hit a good algorithm. But mostly it was like you have to do a reel to succeed. Mm-hmm. And so this new change of Instagram, I wonder if it's going to be like more brands are going to be like, hey, how about we have more videos? You do maybe a reel, two reels, but we need more photos to like brandish out because that's what's getting views. I, I don't know how to for this. Do you feel like when it hits, you're going to be doing more photos again? Um, I mean, OK, so with my reels not getting as many views, I have already kind of been leaning on doing more photos, but but at the same time, like, I just can't help it. Like, I I have a ton of things that I got um, that I need to unbox or want mm-hmm. to unbox. Like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've become, like, a photo and video content creator. So to 
switched back to just doing only photos would feel weird to me. Um, I can do it. Like, I don't mind just keep like I, I get good feedback on my setup photos. I don't mm-hmm. mind just like taking more and more and and just I, I feel like it's way easier, but I feel like I get bored doing that. Okay. <laughs> um, photos are much easier to take compared to videos. And I don't know. I feel like videos you can show way more. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like maybe I if it's really confirmed that it's all about photos again, I probably would do more of it, but I still would be making reels here and there. Mm-hmm. They are very time consuming, so I probably wouldn't make them as much, but but I feel like just yeah. me, I w- I'd want to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we'll see a balance of things moving forward. Instagram is mm-hmm. very reactionary. Yeah. And it took Kylie Jenner saying something about like, can we get the old Instagram back for them to have this big knee jerk reaction where they're not promoting reels as much and they're promoting photos again? Yeah. So I think it is going to continue to be a both and all kind of thing because all of these platforms want to be the all consuming platform Mm -hmm. in order to sell ads. The latest iteration added to Instagram is a live feature, which IG lives have been a thing for a while, but now the OBS integration on desktop, just for everybody, they really are trying to keep up with TikTok. Mm-hmm. who is able to like, who has that feature as well, but for fewer people, at least with the stream yeah. key. Yeah. Um, I saw... so who knows if I'm, live streaming's the next thing that'll really get people to pop off. I wonder if brands yeah. will hit up UGC people and be like, now you have to, can you live stream for us? And you have like, you'll have our ad or our product up in the background for however long, say for like two hours, you get this sort of payout. Cause mm-hmm. I know, well, go ahead. There's those streams on TikTok where ladies will have a big wall of wigs and they'll spend, you know, the whole lives just trying mm-hmm. on the different wigs and being like, guys, go on the shop if you want to buy these. Or mm-hmm. like the gemstone poles. So mm-hmm. there there are creators that already do sell things on live. Yeah. So it's interesting because they don't have to call themselves sponsored. We'll see something like that. Maybe we'll have to see those flagged in the future. This is all the Wild West unfolding right now, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we did see shops pop up on IG Live. Because I know, I know, Amazon sort of has its has its live section where it basically it is just a giant like promotion live stream event where they mm-hmm. just show off products. I know Black Friday went crazy because there was like deals if you stayed in streams. It'd be like, do you get 50% off this product or you could potentially win a product? Um, I stayed in a few of them because um, someone hit me up and was like, yo, you could win something right now if you just stay in these streams. Yeah. Uh, very, very vastly different sort of live streaming experience. Um, it's, it's, I hate to say this name, but it's like BB Jess on like, steroids because they have <laughs> I, the most advanced one i've seen this man had like three different screens in the background 
He had like people's emojis popping up on the screen. He was just screaming. He was like, oh, this product's going hot right now. It's on sale right now. You want to hit this one up? Make sure you get this one. If you stay in the chat, say who you are, say hello, say some words, then you could potentially win this right now. And you just see like chat being spammed. There's like heart emojis everywhere. These screens on the back are showing like eight different products. I was like, what what is happening? It was it was essentially like it's a Japanese for Zoomers. It, it was, but it was like a Japanese game show all over again. Like it's like they were bringing <laughs> back that era just for selling products. And I was like, yo, my brain hurts <laughs> watching this. But, my friend actually sent me up one of those videos and was like, How come you're not doing this? And I'm like, You're right, I should. <laughs> I feel like it'd be so exhausting. <laughs> Standing, that man was standing up the whole time, and I don't know how long his stream was going for, but I know it was for Black Friday. They were going for like sixteen plus hours, so I was just like, "Yeah, that's 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 a different kind of live streaming over there." But um, <laughs> yeah, not what we're used to seeing over on Twitch, no sir. <laughs> no. Well, okay, we have like a baby version of that, but depending on who the streamer is, but yeah. Well, they're usually selling themselves, not like the product. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, on our, as, as us still being in the streamer space, I know our predatory potential sponsorship things come from us, like working with sponsors and then our payout being dependent upon if we actually correctly hit everything they want. What's mm -hmm. the, what's the predatoriness in being a UGC person when a brand hits you up and wants to just gift something. Oh, it's just them not knowing the value that I'm giving them and just trying to downplay what they want to provide. Um, the thing is, is like in our niche and in, in the gaming niche, a lot of us content creators are just happy taking gifts and we accept gifts in exchange for like a reel and photos and even giving them usage rights. That way they can use the photos and videos to market um and we're just taking the products for free and some of these products are like only worth twenty dollars fifty dollars even like a hundred or two hundred like um if we if we have a lot of followers and a lot of engagement i mean technically we should be asking for like hundreds of dollars for just one reel or mm -hmm. for one photo and here we are just like you know giving away like even usage rights by itself, like on top of the mm -hmm. charging, like let's say $300 for a photo reel, usage rights should be even additional. Um, but a lot, a lot of us content creators are just like happy accepting the gifts because we feel like the company won't want to give more or they can't afford to or that there's just plenty of other people that they can ask if we say no. So We've been taking the gifts, but I think we need to just be like, no, we demand money from now on. And if all of us do that, then companies are going to start just having to pay. 100% <laughs> agree. It's one of those things where it's like, it's actually work. It it's, is work. It's rude to ask people to do hours and hours of work, especially with revisions, which yeah. typically are involved with this kind of thing. You're not usually just turning over the final product and wiping your hands of it and you're, you get mm -hmm. paid. It's like you yeah. make adjustments for the company too. There are manufacturers that will reach out to people on Amazon. You don't have to have any social media presence and they'll just mm -hmm. gift you 
almost anything you can imagine. I've been gifted just random things for being an Amazon reviewer unrelated to that. Like, my social media presence. Yeah. Because if you write reviews and leave like mm-hmm. thoughtful comments, manufacturers will reach out. And usually the stuff that gets offered that way is lower quality because it's direct from the factory. But it's still it's like I've gotten Halloween decorations, random like cooking supplies or similar things, just like household knickknacks. I'll only accept things if I think I'm actually going to use it. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like that's the kind of stuff that gifted mm-hmm. is acceptable for. It's like, try this out, leave us a review. Hopefully it's honest, but like, yeah. try it for free. If you're mm-hmm. actually producing content for mm-hmm. the brand to use, you gotta get paid. Yeah. Because they're saving so much money mm-hmm. by having these creators make all that content. Yeah, because to make a reel or a post, like, you know, you have to do the planning, you have to do the recording or the photo taking, Um, you have to do the editing afterwards. So even just creating it can take a couple hours. And then on top of that, if you're also posting it to your social media, and you have a lot of followers, then that in itself, like, you know, you should definitely get paid like a lot of money for because you're marketing it, you're, you know, Mm -hmm. you're acting in a place of like a magazine or an ad or whatever, or like a billboard, like just advertising itself, like, you know, you should get paid for the the beginning stuff is basically the UGC stuff. But then when you're also like posting it on your own feed, that's like the influencing part. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and then on top of that, if they can use it on as their own marketing, like that's like an addition, even an additional, you know, like (laughs) Mm -hmm. they're also using it to market themselves and you're just creating the content for them. So there's, there's so much that you should get paid for. And that's the cool part about UGC is you don't have to have mm-hmm. a giant following. I've been getting tons of UGC TikToks. Yeah. Of I have 300 followers, but I'm good at making content. So as long as the content mm-hmm. speaks for itself, it really doesn't matter if you have like that huge fan base. Yeah. But obviously it, it helps. And that's just something that you should be paid more for. Like mm-hmm. if that's an expectation for you to tap into your fan base like that. Yep, exactly. Not to UGC creators. I love you guys. But I, if I can find a list, I remember you had linked me a list on TikTok or a, a not TikTok, a tweet of like someone saying brands not to work with. A lot of those brands, unfortunately, are the ones taking advantage of we'll send you something, but you have to pay for it. I, I know you you went through that struggle a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. is, is there, is there any incentive to take those items? Cause I, for the most part, I know they mostly also really don't pay. They still consider mm-hmm. it. You get like a discount of an item. An affiliate. Yeah. Yeah. So is, is your, is your benefit just an affiliate link to hopefully people buy it? If it's an item that you would have already bought yourself, then and and you really want that item and it's worth it to you, then yeah, accepting it at a discount um, as well as getting an affiliate link is okay. But um, I mean, if the brand reaches out to you and expects you to pay, then that's like kind of scammy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I 
I, I, yeah, I did that in one situation. There was like an item I really wanted and I tried reaching out to the brand to see if I can negotiate a collaboration. Um, and in the end, like they said all they could do is provide me a discount. So I just went ahead and I went with it because I really wanted the item and I got the discount and I got like a 50% off discount. So that was like nice enough. And I got an affiliate code or whatever. But then afterwards, when I saw that the brand was using my content to market themselves, then I would definitely like hit them up and be like, hey, <laughs> you know, I didn't give you access to this. <laughs> like, yeah, you didn't want to. Okay. Yeah. We didn't work out terms. You didn't want to work with me. Um, so this is not what I agree to. And with that, always get a contract. If you're mm -hmm. doing any work, even if it's gifted like that, mm -hmm. get it in writing saying, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. It, you are giving me 50% off and this affiliate link. This does not give you permission to repost. This is mm -hmm. not whitelisted and get the sign off on that. And have that for your records because there are shady companies yeah. that will absolutely take advantage or I'm glad that this is becoming less of the norm. It used to just be the norm screenshot or use the repost app and just repost and give credit mm -hmm. without asking or mm -hmm. anything like that. We are in a more developed day and age of social media. So that is not acceptable anymore. And I will say, you know, back in 2016, I was guilty of doing that. Me too. <laughs> um, and now it's like, no, that's actually, we can't do that. <laughs> you have mm -hmm. to at least get permission in writing. And a lot of the bigger companies will have like website links with that, like, and will ask in a public forum. Mm -hmm. In my experience, that's what's happened. Like when uh, Logitech reached out asking if they could use one of my photos. They like commented on the post and like sent the link to the terms of service. Mm -hmm. That way it was like public. Yeah, I, I used to have a side business um, where I sold like colored contacts. And um, yeah, whenever anyone tagged me, like a customer of mine tagged me in photos of them wearing it, like I would just repost it on my Instagram. Um, and no one ever said anything to me and no one ever asked me to take it down. That was just kind of like the norm back then. Like all the businesses would just do that, mm -hmm. um, and use our customer photos as their own ads. But that was also during a time when I was able to just like reach out to influencers or, or people, um, usually like makeup artists, I would reach out to them and ask if they could model my lenses for me. And I would just send them like two pairs of contacts and I would like ask if they can like share three to five photos and um, tag me in each one and um, write a little description for me. And back then, like they were all happy to. <laughs> but mm -hmm. once once um, social media became like like an influencing became like a thing where people actually get started getting paid. Um, there reached a point where they were like, no, now we charge for a post and now we charge for a story. And I was like, wow. <laughs> the up. creator economy is mm -hmm. much more developed and it, it is a good thing yeah. for everyone because if you are going to be spending that time, mm -hmm. time's the most valuable resource. And it's like, you could be spending that time doing any number of other things, including like making ads yeah. for somebody else. Mm. And that's why brands, I think, need to respect. Like if if you want somebody to do all of this stuff, yeah, be their 
one man production team. Mm -hmm. Like there is a cost involved in that. I know. I didn't even like think about it back then, but now actually being in it, now I'm on the mm -hmm. other side of things. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like that's crazy that we just like thought it was okay to ask for so much back then for nothing. Mm -hmm. And some companies still get away with it. I know that mm -hmm. like Starbucks, a lot of their stuff is still UGC, but they don't have to pay for it because a lot of it is people are just excited to mm -hmm. get that tag and be on the Starbucks page. Yeah. With the Logitech situation, I signed over my rights. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll be on the Logitech <laughs> page if you'll have me. I know. Um, it's hard. It's hard to. Yeah. It, it's but exciting it's getting brands' attention. <laughs> It is. It's one mm -hmm. thing to be like, I'm just going to take this picture of myself or of my setup and just tag whatever brands I'm using. Yeah. And it's like, I would have made that picture regardless mm -hmm. and probably posted it regardless than it is to like set out specifically to create a piece of content. Yeah. It, it really mm -hmm. depends on, on, um, I don't know. It depends on a couple of things. Like if you really want to see yourself on the brands, like page and you feel like it could help you grow or you can even use it as like proof um that you know that you're able to do great UGC content mm -hmm. um there might be a couple situations where it might be okay to agree to that kind of stuff but even so if if you create something even just for your own use and companies want to use it that yeah they should definitely pay mm -hmm. yeah if all the creators band together and stop just agreeing to free free stuff, mm -hmm. then we'll actually see a change and more yeah. people will start to get paid yeah. what they're worth. Yeah, for sure. Solidarity. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know sometimes I post on Twitter and I'm just like, we need to do this. <laughs> I would say with gifted stuff, it has to be at least worth mm -hmm. several hours of your like work fee i feel like if it's 300 dollars and up since the general ugc like video rate is around 250 dollars mm -hmm. regardless of size it's like if you're gifted a 300 dollar monitor or like a camera that again something you would have bought anyway yeah like i i could see that mm -hmm. but it's also like to a company Giving away free product is like the cheapest thing yeah. that they can do. Yeah. Because even if an item is like $300, like the cost to manufacture that item isn't mm -hmm. as high. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're likely making at least 50% profit, mm -hmm. if not more. Yeah, exactly. If they're not wanting to pay you enough to cover like the price of the product and like three hours of editing... Mm -hmm. Is it really a company that you want to work with? I think that's like the the larger question we also have to ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all it's all like a case by case situation. But once you've grown enough, um, and if you don't really need the item, then yeah, definitely should ask for payment. There's like there's probably some things that I would still accept as a gift, like if I things that I'd be really excited to get, um, or that like are on my wish list, but I'm like hesitant to use my own money for, but, but I am definitely on the road of asking for a payment from now on mm -hmm. for anything else. I think the one exception there is with like Etsy's 
yeah. or small oh, businesses. Yeah, small, yeah, very that, small businesses that can't really afford. Yeah, that's and small true. businesses that aren't just reselling uh, house brand electronics mm-hmm. i will make that that distinction because oh, yeah. there are tons of small yeah. companies i'm a small independent jewelry company or i we're an electronic startup and it's like i can buy this item they're really just on alibaba anywhere else you're just doing mm-hmm. drop shipping they're on aliexpress yeah, right now just... that. <laughs> yeah but for yeah. the etsy's that handcraft custom made mm-hmm. things yeah yeah i would ex- accept gifted for some of that stuff i have to preface by saying do you think you're going to work with on brand again? Oh, no, I haven't worked with them in a long time. Um, they pay they were paying about $40 for a video. Um, and at that time when I was smaller, that was OK. It was like nice little extra money. Um, this is before I started working with Amazon. Mm-hmm. But the last like on brand video I made I spent the time creating the video and everything. And then they came back and were asking for so many, um, so many revisions that I was just like, this isn't worth $40. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted me to redo certain parts of the video. And it was um, actually for like a keyboard, like a keycap um, thing. So my video was actually like me changing out my keycaps and putting on their set. Um, so I didn't want to have to like redo all of that. That was such a pain already as it was. <laughs> so yeah, um, I was just no longer interested. And after that, I was like, it's not worth my time. So I had done one video with them as mm-hmm. well. And that, that was also the rate I got. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I didn't have to do a bunch of revisions, but it was like three hours of work. Mm-hmm. three to four hours of work for $40. So I'm out here getting paid minimum wage. Exactly. To promote your product and give you usage rights. And it was for a scale, which was a very like triggering thing for me personally, because I haven't had a scale since I was like 18 and moved out of my childhood home. So it was kind of a dangerous thing for my body dysmorphia, but also I had to like put my weight out there for oh, the world wow. to see. So it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, you know, was it worth it (laughs) for $40? Like just to get that experience and to have them be like, yeah, you're awesome. We'd like to work with you again. But I was like, no, that's not (laughs) not necessarily worth it. And also. I saw some problematic stuff Mm -hmm. on their site. I know we had talked about this, but there'd be (laughs) some companies specifically requesting white models or white creators for their products it was for a wig (laughs) yeah i'd seen a couple things like that it's it's like hire a model if you're going like yeah it Mm -hmm. don't just be racist (laughs) right don't get a (laughs) don't don't give someone 40 dollars to model for you and then yeah especially if you're gonna yeah yeah, be exclusionary Mm -hmm. and also they don't exist anymore they moved on to doing AI artwork and shut down the on-brand oh, company, no way. in case you didn't know. Yeah, I didn't. So. Oh, my god! We can't work with them. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing AI. Wow. That's low-key why, yeah. why I also asked. I'm like, uh, they're gone now, so I can pro- <laughs> we can probably drop this to But, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've dissolved the company. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to chase the next most profitable exploitative thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
-hmm. So now they're uh, now they're gonna charge forty dollars for prompt engineers, which yeah, forty dollars for you to do AI art photos of mm -hmm. yourself. I actually don't know if that's the fee, but mm -hmm. yeah. we're being facetious. <laughs> There's always people out there wanting to make easy money. Which, granted, sideline hustles of what we do, there are people that already consider it easy money. Even though <laughs> we're pretty much a, a single person production team for all our single stuff. Mm -hmm. But there are still people it's out there. Easy that are like, Go ahead. It's easy money compared to like dying in the mines. <laughs> But like very few people are doing that anyway, mm -hmm. compared to an office job where people actually get paid yeah. living wages to sit at a computer and type away. I would say it's more difficult, one, because you have to invest so much in your own skill set and equipment to mm -hmm. be able to do that. Yeah, like I think if, you're, if you don't invest mm -hmm. on that level, you're not going to get hired to mm -hmm. do UGC for one. I think that some people either want extra money or they don't want to have to work under a boss and they want to work their own hours, but they don't really know how or where they can go to get like these gigs. So they find out about like companies like OnBand where they can just like make videos for them and make this extra money. And they're like, OK, here's like a place where and there's, I think they're, they're just like not knowledgeable about all these other better ways to make money like with, like with UGC like there there's like a way that you don't even have to go through on band but just to like you know become your own UGC business um and just promote yourself uh but it, it just takes more steps you know but if you're like good at creating videos like you can do it on your own just people don't know that they can or how to start there are other more reputable sites mm -hmm. I will say because that was one thing that threw me off about them in the beginning was just a lot of the items that they were offering did seem like direct from manufacturer mm -hmm. overseas items for one. Um, but there are other platforms like influence.co where you can create a profile and upload your UGC there and brands also have their profiles and can browse through creators their content, okay. their metrics that way. Mm -hmm. So there are more reputable places, but I do think with UGC, like having a face, mm -hmm. a presence on those platforms is good, but ultimately being able to do the communication directly with the company yourself. Yeah. Is like very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just really need to make your own portfolio, make your own website. Mm -hmm. Um, gather some content that you've already created like content that showcase products really well and then add it to your website and just promote yourself i think that would be like the way to make the most money going through these websites um they'll help you find companies and they'll do some of that work for you but um in the end they're not going to pay as much they're going to take some of that money that should be yours if you just promoted yourself true do you think that creators need to have a site outside of Instagram? Do you have a site outside of Instagram that hosts like your UGC? Um, no, just because right now the only real UGC stuff I'm doing is for Amazon. Um, mm. And because I, because my Instagram is already my portfolio, I basically just promote that, that and my, my Amazon shop. For now, I don't really feel like there's a need for me to make my own website. 
Um, but I feel like for people who are starting out who don't have high numbers on any social media platform, I think a website would be the best bet for them. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just, you know, their name, like a short little bio about them, and then just go straight to like showcasing the content that they've made um, is like the best way they should create their website. And then just like kind of use social media to promote themselves as a UGC creator and then direct brands to their website. One final question, words of advice or tips for people looking to get into UGC, for any listeners that are looking to get into making content for brands. Have a good camera. You don't want to just like use kind of like organic material that you've already created for like TikTok if it doesn't showcase like products very well. You know, anyone can like make videos and like use trending music and follow trends or whatever, but you want to like create content that like definitely showcases products you want to like showcase them in a way that's creative show different like aspects of the products yeah you just like want to focus on on like how to create good ads for the brands and then yeah showcase them on your website and maybe promote them like maybe on Twitter and just do like hashtag UGC creator and, and uh, show examples of your work. But yeah, <laughs> just kind of okay. do and get going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, thank you everybody for listening. We will be continuing on the Patreon. So be sure to subscribe over there. If you want to hear the bonus episodes, this will be bonus episode number five. I'm Sierra. I'm Keezus with special guest. Liz Keezy XP. <laughs> and we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.